0: Five, four, four,
1: three, three, two, one, one. We have ignition. Strap in.
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Way In Sports Talk. The first true weekend of college football is in the books. Almost. We've got two games tonight. One game tomorrow. Tennessee Georgia Tech tomorrow night Tonight right now going on a and UCLA A&M up early 7-3 and then we can flip It over to the Virginia Tech West Virginia game And I believe that score Is I didn't see a score But it's 0-0 So Virginia Tech has Got the ball right now with nine o three. Hope everyone had a great weekend Enjoying your college football I sure did Just the coolness in the air that was really the first day that I felt it yesterday, college football. It's just it's all right now. Everything's good in the hood, guys. So if your favorite team won, I'd like to hear about it. If you, if they lost, I'd like to hear about it. We're gonna talk a lot tonight about the the big games that happened this weekend, some of the the shocking news that came out. Florida State, Francois out for the year for Florida State. I mean, not only did they they turn the ball over and get dominated by Alabama on the defensive side of the ball, but they lose their quarterback to boot for the rest of the season. And I remember saying this, I said, Florida State can lose this game and still have a shot to play for the national championship. Well, I should have put the caveat in if they keep their quarterback. If they didn't. I think Florida is going to fall way out of the top 10 without Francois until somebody comes and actually proves that they can lead this team. That's just that's just a risk you play you take when you're playing early in the season against some of these powerhouses. It can happen to anybody. If you saw Auburn last night, Kerry and Johnson went down with a, a hamstring. So nobody in uh Georgia quarterback went went out too. So uh just Jacob Eason. He's out, I don't know for how long. So we'll find out. But it's just it's a lot, especially when you lose the first week of the season and you lose your quarterback. It's just how do you how do you motivate your team going forward? How do you keep them motivated? Clemson looks like a real good team in the A C C so going to Clemson this year, just say Clemson loses to Auburn and they win out in the A C C guess what they're A C C champions. So Florida State looked like the, the true favorite in this conference, but now I'm having to flip my pick to Clemson. Okay. Not saying that you, you, you still have to play the game out there. So Florida State's got some talent, but when you don't have a when you don't have a quarterback to lead your team, you can have all the talent you want without a leader, without somebody stepping up. They don't have to be a game changer, but you have to have somebody that's capable of leading. And I just, with all the talk of Francois and everything with nobody else having any experience. I just find it very difficult to think that this team could come back and, and make a playoff. The ACC is supposed to be stronger this year. We'll talk about that tonight. I don't think it was. I, I looked at the ACC yesterday and came away not so impressed and called me crazy, but uh, Maryland, you know, in the big 10, they made the big 10 look really good yesterday beating Texas, but uh, the ACC is, left a lot to be desired. And I think next weekend, if, if Auburn can beat Clemson and Tennessee can be Georgia Tech tomorrow night, there's no doubt. There is no doubt who the best conference is in college football. A&M right now about to score third and goal on UCLA, already up 7-3. to three. Bama dominated Florida State last night. and You just you just look at it. South Carolina was probably one of the biggest wins of the day, beating uh, NC State and and you know, some people from ESPN had them in their final four, North Carolina State. So, big win for Will Muschamp. We're going to talk tonight about Houston, or excuse me, Texas. I'm sorry, uh, Tom Herman, how he turned Texas around in just one game. So, all I saw was the same old, same old Texas. And it's going to take, a lot of Texas fans are upset. They want Herman gone, But the bottom line is, let, let's, it takes more than one game to turn around a dumpster fire. And that's what Texas is, giving up 51 to to Maryland, losing by 10. But people don't realize 21 of those points of the 41 were scored off defense or special teams. It wasn't like Texas put up 41 points on offense. This is an offense that's sputtered. They have no identity, and their defense is trash. Because, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Maryland is one of the best teams in the country, and we just don't know about it yet. Hey, it's week one. You never know what's going to happen in college football. But I'm just saying that nobody saw that coming. There were some big upsets yesterday, and uh, Baylor losing to Liberty last night was unbelievable. Just unbelievable, losing a game like that. I just don't understand how that happened, but it did. Um, <laughs> baylor, and uh, somebody told me was talking about the baylor Olympic. Well, if you lose a Liberty, it's going to be hard for you to, to get past anybody. And UNLV last night losing to, to uh, who was it? Good Lord, I can't remember. Howard, Cam Newton's little brother. The biggest upset in college football history with point spreads involved. I think it was like a 45-point spread. They took care of business, went on the road and got a big win. And you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if UNLV tanked it on purpose. Being so close to Vegas, right there, they they uh, probably put some money on on Howard to win. That wouldn't surprise me at all. But a lot going on in college football. This sets up this week set up a big week for next weekend. You saw Ohio State struggle with Indiana Thursday night, come back, blow them out in the second half. You saw Oklahoma dominate yesterday. That sets up a huge matchup uh, in the bend in Ohio State next weekend. Ohio State, Oklahoma. Auburn came out, looked pretty good, you know, for Stidham's first game in two years. He looked pretty polished, had some rust. I mean, of course he's going to have some rust on him. And I think all fans, you know, you you think if Stidham guy's going to come in and take over the world, and be perfect. Well, I'm glad he wasn't because – I just think the kid's humble. I think he's very confident. I think he's very athletic. I think he's a leader, and I think Auburn's in pretty good shape right now, looking at the defense giving up seventy yards. I haven't seen that in almost my lifetime. It's been over thirty years since I've seen a performance like that by the Auburn Tigers. Clemson comes out and blows the dirt I mean blows the dust off of Kent State, but again, it's Kent State and Georgia Southern that were playing. but again, Clemson did what they were supposed to do. Auburn did what they were supposed to do, and they square out next week. I'm not even talking about the Georgia-Notre Dame game. So, these are three huge games next weekend. Georgia without their quarterback. It's going to be hard to go up to South Bend and and beat them. But, I mean, it's early in the season. You never know what these teams have. But we'll talk more about some of those week two matchups in a little while. But the big news again, as I said earlier, Florida State quarterback Francois out for the season with that knee. And I, I put it on our way in sports talk page last night when it happened. I thought he was going for the year after seeing that. Anytime you get hit in the knee like that, below the knee, it's just it's so dangerous. And these quarterbacks, these running backs, skill players, they would rather get hit in the head than in the knee. So Florida State probably lost their season last night. Add insult to injury, they they lost a big game. People were making it the biggest game of all time, regular season. Man, it wasn't that good. A lot better games than Alabama-Florida State last night. But at the end of the day, we'll talk about Alabama. They have a good defense. They, they lost two linebackers to injury. And I don't think people really understand the, the magnitude of that. Two linebackers. Gone from Alabama due to injury. And, you know, a little payback for Florida State. You get my quarterback, I'll take two of your linebackers. It's a long season. People forget. Twelve weeks, plus if you make a conference championship, plus playoffs, playoff it's a very long season. Everybody overreacts after one week. Let's not overreact. People are, are saying Clemson's the best team in football again. Uh, Alabama's right there after one week of football. Here's the deal, the team that looks the best right now will not be the best at the end of the year probably. That's just, if you go back and look at it for the most part, Alabama the excluded, they're a different kind of animal. I'll leave Alabama alone right now because they're the best team in college football until somebody shows me different. Um, You know, but those teams that look good, Clemson last night or yesterday morning looked very good against us. terrible, terrible Kent State team and this is a Kent State team that threw the ball five times the whole entire game, third and eight, third and ten they were running up the middle it was it was a boring game, Clemson dominated because they have the same kind of athletes up front as Auburn does, so it's going to be a, an interesting game, we'll talk about that one tonight specifically because I'll be at that game and Quinn will be at the game so Quinn, hope you're doing good tonight, did you enjoy the first week of college football my friends?
2: Yeah, I did. And I'll agree with you about people overreacting. Like, a lot of te- a lot of these top 25 teams have very good opening weekends, but you can't really read too much into it. We'll have to see yeah. how week two pans out and then go from there. Week one is like a warm-up game for these college teams little... since they don't get a preseason game.
0: But you got to think about, like Auburn, you know, they they had their moment last night, three turnovers in a row. You know, I mean, the only point they gave up was that fumble. But, you know, they they looked good at times. They looked bad at times. They looked like they were trying to find a rhythm. And, And that's what happens sometimes with offenses. And I told you, that's a good thing for us that that's happening because these guys have been preparing for Clemson the entire year. They've been hitting each other the entire year waiting for this game. They weren't. They weren't preparing for Georgia Southern all all spring and all summer. Trust me on that, and all fall. They've been they've been looking for Clemson, trying to get that. They know how big that game is. So when Auburn sputtered a little bit, I think it's good. But Quinn, I think – and here's what I think about Clemson, how good they look. I think the coaching staff, they need to get some confidence with Clemson coming into Auburn game because – I don't think they have a lot. They've lost a lot of people. So if they come out and just pistol whip Kent State there and just run the score up on them, they feel pretty good about themselves. They get some positive momentum, they're thinking. But could that be a bad thing for Clemson to come out and look that good the first week and Auburn not look as good?
2: I don't uh, I don't Probably think doesn't matter, so. I th- no, but I, I, I mean – I know it was against Kent State, but I think their quarterback could be pretty good. He oh, seems to have man. the arm. He has the he has the legs. I mean,
0: the he's game tall, kind of too. made me
2: a little more nervous.
0: Actually, me too. Me too. But but I look at it and I saw that defensive performance last night, and Georgia Southern is better than Kent State. We know that. Kent, Georgia Southern would be favored 14 over over Kent State. But I'm glad. You don't want to go in overconfident. We don't want those. So think about, you know, you're a little more focused on that Clemson game than you were last week. I am too. Imagine what those players and coaches feel now. They, they've got the attention of the players. But you got to remember something about Auburn last night. They were without the best running back in the SEC probably. And Cam Petway, they were without their number one receiver, Kyle Davis and they were without a backup quarterback. So you're missing two good players in a huge offense. Stidham's relationship with Davis is very, very close, and he's the best receiver. So when you when you lose your number one weapon, or two weapons, actually, on an offense, you're going to struggle a little bit. And uh, they 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 did what they had to do. You know, carry on, went out, out of the game with a pulled hamstring. Uh, Cam Martin came in and, didn't miss a beat. With Petway back next week, I think you're going to see a different animal in Auburn. I think it's going to open up the passing game. And let me tell you this, if you watched Auburn last night, I think one thing that people are fooled by, in a way, is if you're Clemson and you're looking at that, you're like, well, shit, we we need to stop the run. They run the ball, still ran it for 350 yards. I think what's going to get Clemson next week is they're going to kind of stack the box a little bit, trying to stop Petway, and that's where Stanton's going to tear them apart. That's what I see, and Gus Malzahn is very smart. He's an intelligent guy. He's not going to tip his hand early, man. He's not going to show people what he's going to do. He's not going to put on an air raid, Quinn, in front of the whole world to make Clemson prepare for that. I think if you watched Auburn last night, you know and I know, but some of these coaches don't know certain teams as well as we do, but I think Clemson is going to try to stop the run next week, and I think it's going to get them in trouble.
2: Well, well, Chip, Chip, Chip seemed to play at a little vanilla, his play calling, and yep. well, the thing is, the passing game won't matter if the wide receivers don't catch the ball. The wide receivers better be <laughs> catching the ball next
0: week. Yeah, you have to catch the ball. When it hits you in the hand, I mean, you saw Darius Slayton run down the sideline—a beautiful pass in his hands, and I, mean, I don't know what he was doing. But, my God, Quinn, I would have caught that ball, I promise you. I would have been dropping and looking like a fad out there. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's all Clemson week two and not week one. Would we have beat Clemson last night in Clemson? I don't think so, not with missing Petway and, and Davis, but Clemson would have beaten us last night. But this next week, you, you're supposed to make your biggest jump from week one to two. Auburn's got a long way to go. I mean, they can improve a lot. That's what I saw yeah. last night. Sometimes when you come out and shoot your load too early, man, you just you don't have anywhere to go. So you, yeah. you go down. Auburn's going to go up.
2: Yeah, the offensive line kind of has me a little concerned in pass protection because that Clemson D line is really good, and they're going to have to give Stidham some time, especially if we want to go deep that they're going to have to give them some time, and it has me a little concerned.
0: You know what has me concerned? The turnovers, and you mentioned it, the pass rush. You know, Auburn turned the ball over twice last night with a pass rush. Wasn't it twice that sent him through a pick, he was getting pressured through a bad pass, and then the, the fumble recovery for a touchdown? That's just not protecting yeah. the ball. And, and if your offensive line's not blocking for your quarterback, you're in trouble. I don't care how good of a, uh, a quarterback you have. But that's a good point. Clemson's defense is still ferocious. They're still good. They're big, physical. They're a lot like Auburn's. If you watched Auburn play last night and Clemson yesterday, when they're very similar.
2: Yeah. So do you think the offensive line can make adjustments in a week to –
0: yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Gamers play big-time players playing big-time games. And you're not going to expect perfect execution on a game against Jordan when you're a 35-point favorite. It's just very difficult. I just think it's very difficult to do that sometimes, especially when you got your mind down the road. And, you know, Clemson took care of business yesterday morning and they left Auburn on the stage sitting there watching football all day. And you you can't help but look ahead. But yes, I mean the good thing about Auburn is they're about too deep at least to every offensive line position. But yeah, I mean don't don't look at last night's game as as a bad thing. Look at it as a good thing because I'm I've seen it year in and year out. You look at the Auburn teams of old, they never play good. I mean Auburn won by 34 points. Let's not forget, didn't give up an offensive point. Their defense didn't even give up points. So I think we're we're acting like some people are acting like we barely won the overtime against Georgia Southern. I mean, it's, you have some weaknesses you have to correct. Hell, even this two field goals, that doesn't happen. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Let's, let's talk about we'll, – we'll come back to this game, the Auburn and Clemson game, but let's go through some of the scores from week one. We talked about Ohio State and, you know, some of those games. Ohio State – and here's another example, Quinn. Ohio State looked like dog piss the other night. And they're gonna come out and they're gonna stomp uh probably Oklahoma. And because these big time players, they they like big time games, man. That's that's when they like to play and that's when they show up. So you'll see an Ohio State team different Saturday night than you will last Thursday night. So we'll we'll go through some of these games, but Texas, Quinn, I don't know if you watched that game or not, but what a terrible I watched some of it. for performance for Herman coming out of the gate to lose at home to Maryland, give up 51 points, it's just I don't know where you go for Texas from here. I don't know how you get these players to focus in on the rest of the season after that. I know you have to change it. You have to rebuild but come on, Quinn. Texas has a lot of talent and they're losing to teams like Maryland. They can't tackle. They can't protect the ball. They have no offensive identity. What do you do if you're Texas?
2: Um, you just have to try and keep them in a positive mindset and keep getting them to improve. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to put it on Herman. This is his first year and I thought they'd do better, but yeah, I was surprised how, how bad it was for him. And, and I was also kind of impressed with Maryland. I think Maryland has improved too, but yeah, it was still shocking.
0: Yeah, Maryland has improved, and that, those are teams you don't hear about in the off season. That's why preseason rankings mean nothing, nothing. I mean, I mean nothing. I and mean, that's why I put zero emphasis on the on the the preseason. Look at Florida State, Quinn preseason number three. Everybody talking about the playoff. They lose to Alabama, and they lose their quarterback for the year. What does Florida State do? How, how do those preseason oh. rankings look now? Not too good. Yeah,
2: if Francois didn't get injured, I think Florida State would be still be in a good position, but with Francois out for the year, that's rough. Yeah, I bet Jonathan's
0: on suicide watch. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, he's probably on suicide watch right now after that performance. That game was closed until they turned the ball over and then they fumbled a kickoff. All of a sudden, Alabama. You can't let Alabama. You can't turn the ball over three times against Alabama and expect to beat them. You're just not going to do no. it. I mean, they're they don't they, they don't make mistakes. Like if their mistakes are mistakes that they're going to punt and get you back deep if they don't get it. So, I mean, hats off to Alabama for doing what they did. But I was I came away kind of unimpressed with Alabama's offense, and I think Alabama's going to have a quarterback change before long. I think the best quarterback for that team is a backup.
2: Um, yeah, well, we'll have to see, like I said, if he came out and did decent in the first game, I said, they play a lot of cupcakes coming up, so will they be able, will they be willing to make a QB change middle of the season?
0: Nick Saban has been known to do that. I think so. I mean, now here's a question, real quick. I know this is off the subject, but these Vegas people kill me, man. How, how Auburn line opened up at thirty-five, it dropped to thirty-four and a half. Auburn wins by thirty-four. How do they get that close? I mean, there's no way in hell you, you could predict a point spread that close on a game like that, first game of the year. I think, I think some of this stuff's rigged, man. Not rigged like in wins and losses, but. But point shaving a little bit. Some of the referees with the with the spots they do, some of the flags. They make sure that game stays around thirty four. I mean that's what they when Auburn got that, I knew I knew they weren't gonna score again.
2: No, Auburn should've covered. Slayton missed that should have caught that ball and then Carlson missed two field goals. They would have covered. It didn't really have yeah, to do with the Yeah, but,
0: yeah but, I, no, no, but what I'm saying is if those scores would have happened, the ones you're talking about, the other ones wouldn't have happened. I mean, they, they make it to where it, it's close to right there on some of these big spreads, and it could be a 50-point spread. But it's, what I'm saying is it's so weird how Vegas can hit those spreads that close. What do you think the auburn Clemson game is going to be this weekend?
2: You mean spread-wise?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've got it right here. I I'm asking you to guess.
2: Oh, I already saw it.
0: It's seven. six right now. Oh, six? Six now, yeah. Yeah, it's six now. I think,
2: it, I think it stays between six and seven.
0: I think it goes to four. Four? I think it's going to be at four by game time, yeah. I do, but it doesn't matter. I mean, last year Auburn was a 10-point underdog of them. And, uh, but let's let's go over a couple more games real quick just before we start our our discussions and everything. Notre Dame looked better with Temple. I mean, we'll see what they have next week. We'll preview Georgia and Notre Dame. Um, Michigan, Florida, big game. You know, Florida without a bunch of starters. But, again, this Florida, how long is Florida going to be patient with, with their coach, Quinn, and nuss offensive coordinator, when they can't score offensive touchdowns. Every year he's been there, they suck on offense, and they suck this year. They can't score. They lost 33-17 to 17 to Michigan. Look, Michigan's got a pretty decent defense, but you should be able to score if you're Florida. So what are they going to do? What is Florida going to do? I think, I think this could be the last year for the head coach of Florida.
2: Yeah, I mean they might they they may have not so good of a season. Like we're like a pretty bad season. Um I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked that they start Zaire now over Franks. Um I don't know. Zaire's it seems stopped.
0: like the I saw him last night. He was terrible. God, but 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 the thing is you know, Michigan didn't blitz until he came in the game, and when he came in the game, Michigan started putting the pressure on Florida, so it's kind of hard to tell if Zaire's that bad or he was just in a bad position to where he had to throw the ball every down because they were behind and Michigan teed off on him, so I think we're going to find yeah. out more about Florida against Tennessee, won't we?
2: Yeah, against Tennessee, I think that'll be a real test, and we'll see how Tennessee is tomorrow night. So, but it's not looking too good. I feel like I feel like Florida's cursed. It doesn't matter if they bring in an offensive coach or
0: whatever.
2: <laughs> it, it seems like they're they're cursed ever since Tebow. They haven't had a quarterback since Tebow.
0: No, no, they haven't. Man, hey, just an update in the first quarter, Texas A&M up 17-3 to three on UCLA. Mr. First-round NFL draft pick Rosen uh, looking great there, getting blown out at home. West Virginia down 3 to nothing to Virginia Tech on the road. We'll keep you updated on those games and much more here on Weigh-In Sports Talk, 646-716-5564. If you'd like to call in, we'd love to have you. Sorry, I have a little cold tonight. I've been trying to fight it off a little bit. But are you going to Clemson next weekend? Yeah, I'm going to be there. I'll be there, too. Do you know where your seats are? It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's like TDN, the section.
2: TDN?
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I think I'm in that section.
0: Yeah, I'm with... uh, Season ticket scholarship section. It's uh, the upper deck right there on about the thirty-yard line.
2: Yeah, I'm like right around there.
0: Wow, well, I have to compare seats here. We'll be able to sit close together and celebrate as Auburn's beating the piss out of Clemson at halftime, and everybody filing out except the Auburn fans. So that'll be that'll be fun to watch. But but Clemson. I mean, they're, they're a good football team. Let's, South Carolina, Quinn, one thing, I wasn't surprised that South Carolina won. I was I was surprised at the amount of points South Carolina put up in that game, the way they look. I mean, hell, to me, South Carolina is a favorite to win the East as of right now. I have to watch Tennessee play and see how they look tomorrow night. But couldn't you see South Carolina winning the SEC East? I mean, overreaction a little bit. Let's not, let's not kid ourselves, but they look good. I mean, their defense played 100 plays and stayed there and, and was resilient. They, I mean, they're putting up points. That's one thing I was impressed with, and that was one of the biggest wins of the day, South Carolina over NC State. Yeah,
2: South Carolina, South Carolina looked good. I was surprised and impressed. It's it's looking like Muschamp has, has kind of figured out the the head coaching position and – and and uh, bringing in a guy that really can run the offense, and you know, cool. good for good for him to be uh, Im- improving upon his stint at Florida. And th- they, I think they go to they go to Missouri uh, this coming week, so <laughs> that'll be another good test for him.
0: Well, I want to talk about that game too, Missouri, Missouri State. You talking <laughs> about a? Uh, his poor defensive game. I mean, I've never in my life seen something that hideous before. I mean, this was, I mean, this was the worst. This was like Nevada, Hawaii, or something back in the day when they were putting up seventy apiece. Missouri. I mean, what was the score like? Twenty-eight to twenty-four at the end of the first quarter. I mean, Missouri. You play an SEC boss. I mean, you're going to get your ass wrecked killed. Trying to score that many points. I mean, look, they they've got a good offense, the Quinn. Once they start getting into their SEC schedule, they're not going to be able to move to the ball right now. I like that. That's, that's what concerns me about them. Their defense gives up that many points to Missouri State. Come on. Yeah,
2: they're they're a Big Twelve team in a in the SEC conference both teams combined yesterday total for 115 points
0: <laughs> yeah missouri state put up <laughs> 43 i mean here's the deal missouri was favorite 36 and a half. they they gave up 43 and how they almost still covered you know i mean it was terrible but it was still a god that was a 29 point win and they put up 43 on you that's that's terrible, man. I mean, that's embarrassing. That was that was more embarrassing than Florida getting their teeth kicked in. A and M just scored another touchdown right here, down to the oh, down to the five, up seventeen to three. How about that SEC conference out there? I mean, I'm not trying to say anything, but what did I tell you, Quinn, about the SEC? The quarterbacks were young last year. They they were going through some growing pains this year. Hell, it looks like the NFL over here watching the SEC play. So far, that's week one. That's not – that's week one. That doesn't mean anything, but A&M going on the road and taking care of business like this is a big deal. South Carolina beating NC State, a big deal. Tennessee to Georgia Tech, a big deal. Alabama, Florida State's a big deal. Clemson, Auburn's a big deal. Notre Dame, Georgia, very big deal. So, I mean, there's some – big games for the S E C and some of these other conferences, Quinn, that I mean this I don't know, this is a big couple of weeks for a lot of conferences out there. I came away impressed with the Big Ten a little bit. They at times they look good. Wisconsin the other night, When I'm gonna be honest with you, they Wisconsin was beat until they ejected that player for uh, Utah State. They were gonna get beat. I'm telling you. They were gonna be in a dog fight.
2: I don't know about that. When you when you score when you score forty nine points in the second half, I I just nah, think no, Wisconsin didn't wake up till the end of the second quarter. Till less than two minutes left in the second quarter, they finally woke up. Yeah, <laughs> so you're Wisconsin right. I was I'm just joking with Wisconsin,
0: you. Man. Yeah, but it's Wisconsin was just sleepwalking, jumping ship. It's funny to see all these people like, oh, the Big Ten sucks, and it's not even halftime yet. I'm like, man, these people are pretty tough. I mean, you know, you don't even let a team get out of the half before you you start riding them off of the playoff. You ride them off of their conference. But uh, the Big Ten actually impressed me the other day or this week. I mean, Tech, Maryland going on the road beating Texas, Penn State looking dominant. Illinois getting a win over Ball State. Iowa beating Wyoming, shutting them down, really. Northwestern winning, Michigan winning. Purdue actually should have beaten Louisville. Nebraska looked good, but they're going to get... I want to talk about that Purdue game.
2: I think, man, Purdue is is vastly improved with Brown coming in first year and being able to make the adjustments just in one off season is really impressive mm-hmm. to me. They might they might be a lot better than – they're probably going to be a lot better than I thought they were going to be. I only had them winning one game, and they might win four or five games.
0: Yeah, yeah and I think the Big Ten overall is very good this year. I mean, when you start looking at the lower-tier teams, Indiana looked pretty good at home the other night. They they just ran out of gas. I mean they're they're not as deep as Ohio State. That third quarter, I mean they're up twenty one thirteen and and Ohio State puts up twenty two on them. They went on a like a thirty six to nothing run. It's just tough. Wisconsin like got forty nine in the second half. They just imposed their will. I I went I walked away impressed with Rutgers thirty to fourteen loss to Washington, but that was respectable the way they played the other night. So I think I came away more impressed with the Big Ten this weekend than anybody. Uh, you know, yeah. it's week one. Let's, let's not forget if A and M went big tonight, in Tennessee, I may flip it back to to the SEC. But the ACC looked like dog piss, man. To me, I mean that's just. That's the way I look yeah. at it. Clemson looked good. Carolina lost a Cal at home. That's terrible. Miami gives up Cal 13 to so the Cook. Yeah. Youngstown State puts up 21 on Pittsburgh and almost beats them. NC State yeah. loses to South Carolina. William and Mary play in Virginia close. Duke looked good. Louisville looked terrible. Florida State looked bad. Syracuse, they did what they were supposed to do. Boston College struggle to beat northern illinois but i mean the 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 big thing about the acc is the top part of it i don't think it's as strong as we thought like uh, florida state now with that injury i think you're right if they had they kept their quarterback they were in for a good season now i don't know i think it it means you're going to have a lot of i think clemson's going to win the acc now if they stay healthy because they'll get better as the year goes on but i think you're going to have a lot of Three, four lost teams there in the ACC because Florida State will win some games they were going to win, and they'll lose some games that they were supposed, you know, that they were supposed to win. So I think it's going to be good to see what happens in the ACC. But do you put Clemson as a favorite now?
2: I might, I might, yeah. Luckily for Florida State, it looks like they have a really good defense. So that'll probably keep them in games, but I just don't know if they'll be able to score enough points. And then I think the SEC and the Big Ten, I'm not a big conference person, but I think they'll be the two
0: best conferences this year. Well, hold on. I just looked at the switchboard, and I saw Jason's in there and Cuervo. Let's see who who hit first. Cuervo. Cuervo, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, hey, Brian, how
1: you doing? Oh, good. Happy college football week. Oh, same to you guys. Uh, you have no, well, you guys do know, but it feels so good on a Saturday to just sit and watch some college football. its It's been, what, seven months that we've had to wait? And now it's finally yeah, here. Think, so it was good Nick, to watch some games don't last you night. Think about it. Think about it. Next
0: Saturday you'll be watching all these big games, and then guess what? Sunday morning. You'll do a radio show and then the kickoff at, at 1 p.m. Eastern time for the NFL all day long, Cuervo. I know you're getting pumped. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Seven hours on NFL Red Zone. You don't have to change the channel. There ain't no commercials. It's just seven hours of straight football, and uh, it, <laughs> it's going to be good.
0: Yeah, I think the Red Zone the best thing to ever happen. The NFL, but you know, I'm I'm with DirecTV, and this is my last year. I've got the Sunday Ticket Max. They've raised that up to about 450 dollars in a year for season. You believe that?
1: 450 dollars. I'm sorry, it's not worth it, hell it, guys. I can... There's so many. There's so many more different ways to be able to watch NFL games. It that's that's so much money. It's way too much money. I'm sorry. But how do they get this monopoly on it, though? Nobody else can do
0: the Sunday ticket. That's why they can jump the price up. And and here's the deal about mm-hmm. TV. You, you can't even get Red Zone by itself. You have to get the Sunday ticket max to get Red Zone. So you have to pay $450 <laughs> to get Red
1: Zone. Yep, yep, exactly. It's, to me, it's, it's... – like you said, it's a monopoly, but it's also, to me, it's just not worth it. I did it I did it one year, and that was like 10 years ago where I had the Sunday ticket. Uh, and to be honest, like, I thought it was going to be great, like, oh, I get all the games and this and that. But to me, it was just like I watched one game, and to me it just yeah. wasn't worth paying that much money to watch. Like, for you, you're going to watch the Panthers and then – you're probably just going to tune to whatever else is on, maybe locally or something. Because or oh, Red Zone, there's yeah, or just go to the Red Zone because nothing else really interests you. So to me, it's it's not worth it. I know, and I mean,
0: the thing is, you're right. I mean, I, and Quinn, you're you're probably like me and Cuervo. You watch your Bears, and that if they're on the first game, you watch that, and then guess what? the The good game that the at the afternoon is on, so you can watch that locally for the most part on your mm-hmm. station. but so my problem is I have the Falcons on every stupid weekend and uh <laughs> if you want to watch a Panthers play, you better have Red zone and that's the only or or you better have the Sunday ticket, and that's the only reason I have it, but it's not worth it, like Cuervo said. I think it's worth it if you record all the games and you can wa and you watch all of them for the most part but if you're just watching one team you're better off going to a bar and watching it and just watching what the games you want to watch because it's i don't know 400 and i think it's 450 now but they they just raised it up like 20 percent what a monopoly man direct tv the customer service sucks their product sucks but anyway cuervo back to football what what did you what did you come away with yesterday what stuck out with you yesterday in
1: college Well, I mean, I, I honestly and I, and I don't think I'm you know breaking any news here, but one play, one injury, can change your season, guys. And, and I feel bad for that Florida State quarterback. I really do, um, because obviously there was, there was expectation there with Florida State, and you know, for, for that kid to go down with the injury that he had and then the news comes out today that he's it's confirmed he's out for a season. I mean, Seminole has got to be heartbroken after what happened. So, um, but not only that, but you know, you guys touched on it. Uh, some conferences embarrassed themselves, others, you know, made some, some strong impressions. Um, so, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I think, uh, People are overreacting to the Texas loss. Uh, you can't ask a guy that goes in there and and change everything in one, in, you know, in one game. So you know, like I, like Sonny and I were talking about this morning. On that being said, you know, for those for those idiots out there that are starting to fire Tom website, <laughs> you might want to slow down. Like, relax, okay. It's, you're not going to change that program overnight we're talking about texas football it's going to take some time like it's not going to happen overnight so you know i think Lance the Salisbury
0: is firing tom herman there's a lot of people i saw on facebook and one one in particular i'm not going to mention his name he's in our way in sports but he's a huge texas fan he's always posted recruiting updates and then in the first half, he's like gonna fire Tom Herman, he said. <laughs> in the first <laughs> half of a football game, his first game ever. I mean Jesus. Like what's wrong with our society? I know we wanna win now, but come on, man. Jesus. Even Saban went six and six in Alabama's first year.
1: I mean, come on. Exactly. Exactly. And look what they've done. You know, what I mean so it, it to me I thought it was funny. Um You know, I don't don't think Texas – I think the expectation, you know, for Texas was there because they're preseason ranked. And I I don't necessarily think they should have been preseason ranked. So, right there you set the bar too high for Texas. So, I don't
0: know. That's – Hell, hell, they're talking playoff. There's a lot of people talking Texas
1: sneaking into the playoff. (laughs) I mean – Got to win the Got to win the Big Twelve first before you talk talk playoff. Beat yeah, Maryland first. I mean that's that's
0: just terrible. Yeah, what, what else did you What else did you come away with yesterday watching? Um, anybody impress you that that you thought weren't going wasn't going to be good or?
1: Um, you know, I uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, it starts with the number one team in the nation. I mean, I I really, that, that had been a game I've been waiting to see for years now. I'm talking even back when Jameis Winston was still at Florida state. And I've been, you know, drooling over to see Alabama and Florida state, because to me, the, the, you're talking about two of, you know, two schools with, with a very good amount of NFL talent that comes out every single year. So, to see those two go at it, um, you know that's something I had been looking forward to. But then you finally get the game, and it just it just wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. It was, it was one sided. It was too overhyped. Um, yeah, it was way too overhyped. But you know, I, I wish we could have gotten that game sooner. When you know you had, you know, like I said, Winston on one side, and you had some of the some of the guys at Bama's. You know, had to go through their program. I just the expectation was, you know, it was there, but like you said, it was overhyped. But uh, I got to I got to think about it. I guess really, I would I say there's there's a couple teams that that looked good. Um, obviously, I'm you know. I was impressed by the way Michigan was able to handle Florida, which makes me happy regardless so, to watch Florida lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I mean, it, everything that happened yesterday was, was pretty much how I thought it was going to turn out. So, um, yeah, I mean, nothing really surprised where, me, to be honest with you, Brian. Where, how Can about the are, are, Yeah, go ahead, Corey. U.S.C.
2: People need Stand to pump bagging. the brakes on U.S.C. And them in Western Michigan yeah. were were going neck and neck for three quarters.
0: Quinn, what I tell you about Southern Cal, they're they're not as good as what they what people thought, but again, I don't think Stanford is either, and I think U.S.C. will beat them this weekend. Uh, again, it's the, wins. it's the first week it It's the first week of football we don't, we don't want to overreact But Cuervo, what do you think about all those Auburn fans That were disappointed with Stidham last night He wasn't perfect, you know He made a couple mistakes Auburn rolled a 41-7 to win Defense played its best game In probably 35 years, actually So what, what do you think about these stupid Auburn fans that, that want Sean White Back in there?
1: Huh. Oh, I think it's I think it's silly. I mean, don't, don't, don't try to fix something that's not broken. I mean, the, you know, Sean, you said Sean Wirtz, is that his name? Sean, Sean White, the backup. He played last
0: year. Stidham's a, a guy that took his first snap in a real live game almost the first time in two years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the real deal, man. But, you know, he threw a pick last night. He got hit from behind and fumbled, and they picked it up for a touchdown. Um uh, had some drops out there, but, I mean, quarterbacks have bad games. Quarterbacks, if you're a great quarterback, doesn't mean you're going to come out and hit every pass you throw, you know. I mean, it's, you have to get in the rhythm just like everybody else. But I think sometimes these fans overreact, like we talked about earlier. We oh, yeah. People are ready to to crucify, fire people, and just all this mm-hmm. over one
1: week of football. Shit,
0: we've got an eternity left.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, kid goes fourteen for twenty four, one hundred and eighty five yards. It's not uh no the worst quarterback performance I've I've heard of. But how about the running? Oh, game? My oh. God. I mean, holy and then cow- Petway I'm at the numbers Cuervo. right now. Cuervo,
0: the their that? number one receiver, number one running back were out. Auburn's Petway didn't play,
1: and neither did Kyle <laughs> Davis. Jeez. Well, I don't know. You got, you got. Uh, I'm looking at this right now. You got Martin and Johnson, both 136 yards rushing, from what it looks like, with a
0: touchdown Pete Yeah, I think we ended up with 300 and something yards rushing, I believe, something like that. 351. 351. Yeah, that's, and that's a shitty day for Auburn and running the football. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, are you sure that ain't Ronnie Brown and Cadillac Williams back in back there for them?
0: It could be, but Petway's back against Clemson next weekend, and we're going to find out how good those Clemson boys are over there in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. We're going to see. We're going to find out. We're going to find out how good they are. And, and hey, I, I guarantee you Quinn and I won't be punching people in the face like Alabama fans were last night against Florida State. I don't know if y'all Jesus. saw that video with that fat yeah. guy punching people in the face. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? Have y'all – I mean he punching people like he would walk people would say something he'd just ran back and pop him in the face. I would have I would've choked him to death. I'd have jumped from behind and I'd have choked that guy out. I'd have choked him until he took his last breath and I'd have buried his ass. Well let's bring on Jason real quick to see what see what Jason thinks. Congratulations Jason on your Oregon ducks. who y'all play at the school of the deaf and the blind? Yeah, school of
2: the um School of the Deaf. Um, nothing to really talk about. Uh, <laughs> and that's the Hey, good hey you won, man! Uh, you look good doing it. You, you
0: scored seventy <laughs> something points. Be happy, Jason.
2: No, we won. Um, I I I'm definitely pleased um, about the defense. Um, but like I said, that's something that Utah and you can't really get too high. <laughs>
0: so. <laughs> You can't you can, you can if you're yeah. on Auburn's team. Uh, three, uh, three players missed last night because they got too high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's, it's not being reported what they did, but they were smoking weed. And uh, yeah. the thing is, Sean White got two games. The other two got one because Sean White lied about it. So. Anyway, the big Oregon-Nebraska game this weekend. Give me your thoughts, real quick. I think Oregon wins pretty big in this one.
2: Yeah, I, I think Oregon wins pretty big. Um, Oregon last night, um, they used a lot of pistol, a lot of downhill burn in the game. Um, so I'll be interested to what Oregon could do. So why not?
0: I mean you guys put up sixty three points in three quarters, man. What what the hell? Are you trying to run up a score on for southern Utah?
2: Well <laughs> what it was is what it is, we let a foot off the brakes and we gave up two touchdowns before halftime and probably really said gas to the middle. so and why not? So the big thing no one that got hurt so I'm With
0: that, uh, on our team, yeah. Yeah. What 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 surprised you yesterday, Jason, about college football? What what did you come away with after one day of football?
2: What surprised me is, um, I think USC struggled in, but it's week one. Um, Week one, if your team won, you should be happy. Um, I feel sorry for Florida State, but I. I talked this with my fiance. That backup is a freshman, I believe. So what if this freshman sets the world on fire? Does French art, um transfers or does he battle for the job next year? That's something to look out for. Um, like you said, the ACC looks like craft. Um, Big 10, um, that conference looks for real. Um, and the Big Twelve, I think Liberty is gonna join at that conference because <laughs> they got more
0: trouble wins than Baylor. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Liberty, man. How in the hell, Querbo? Yeah. do you lose to Liberty if you're Baylor over here? I mean, that happen?
1: yeah, can't explain that one, guys. That, that I was just as blown away by that as everyone else. So. When I saw that, I was like, "That can't be right!" And I had to check again. I was like, "Holy cow!" you Baylor know, you know, you know the fool, on, you,
0: know, you know the fool on college game day. Uh, Joey Galleguer, whatever college final, he he put Baylor to win the Big Twelve and, and uh, <laughs> lose uh, the Liberty. What? Oh what? yeah. And he and he has Ohio State as number one team right now ahead of Bama. Oh my! God. Oh shocker! Jeez. Wow, that's well, shocking. we went to Ohio State. No, I'm sorry. He had Clemson number one. He had Alabama. Oh, yeah. too. I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry. Uh, I will say one. this. I'm sorry. I will say this
2: about the state of Texas. Um, what we learned about Texas is Charlie Strong left that program in the shambles. Okay. And it's going to take a year or two for Tom Herman to turn that around.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, so like Cuervo said, you don't you don't just come into one game and leave a magic wand and all of a sudden these guys mm. become tough and disciplined. It, do, it doesn't happen that way. Yeah, you have to change a culture. Exactly, and you have to change a culture, and you can't do that. Say even six and six at Alabama's first year, they were a bunch of soft. Um, I won't even say the p word on air anymore, but they were very <laughs> soft. At Alabama, very undisciplined. Saban came in there and ran off the week. Got them out of there, kept a the few that wanted to stay, and then recruited like hell. And look at him now. I mean, six and six, and I couldn't remember a time. I don't even know if he's lost six games since then. But uh, it's just it's just one of those things. But but all this stuff about which conference is better after week one that's that's just stupid. But I can tell you. Which conferences are pretty bad, and the Big Twelve is one of them. Just when you lose the Liberty, I'm sorry. If you're one of your top teams loses the Liberty, you, you suck. Your conference sucks, and I'm sorry to say well, that. But when Oklahoma loses to Ohio
1: State this weekend, the Big 12's done. Well, okay. So, so what you're saying, Brian, is that Baylor's considered one of the stronger teams in the Big Twelve, and if that's the case. Yeah, the Big Twelve is in a lot of trouble, and it's, it's not even because the fact that they lost to Liberty. It's so Baylor, Baylor. That's the best you have to offer in the Big Twelve. Baylor. Well, it's not
0: the best a team. That's not the best. They're 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 one of the best teams. talked about you, have Oklahoma. Okay, yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, State, Oklahoma's the Texas, best. Texas and Baylor. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma
2: State, I think, is going to be better than Oklahoma this year. But yeah, yeah I, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are the two best teams, I think.
0: Speaking of best teams, A and M up driving right now, twenty-four to three, six minutes left in the third or second quarter. The quarterback's running wild. The referee just tackled him. He's still got a first down. The, <laughs> the official needs to get out of his way when he's running the <laughs> ball. But I mean, could you imagine Cuervo A and M? Take up a thirty-one to three lead, and here's what we heard all year: Oh, this quarterback is is uh, number one overall pick. Sam Darnold, too, at UCF. I mean, are these guys reading their own press clippings too much? I mean, that's all I heard. with these two guys are just going to take the college football world by storm? Number one and number two Heisman Trophy finalists and and first round draft picks in the NFL. I'm like, damn, these yeah, guys let, haven't even let, played a game this year.
1: Yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you something, Brian. To, and, and Jason, Jason would know too. He's he's on the West Coast. He's up in Oregon. But mm-hmm. the thing is, like especially here in the California area, these guys here, boy, they drink their own Kool Aid like it's like it's nobody's business, and that, and that's why they're so hyped up because you know it's it, that out here when you're out here on the West Coast, that's all you. I mean, that's all you're going to hear about, like. Some, you know, sometimes it's okay to talk about what's going on nationwide with college football. Here in California, you're not going to get that. All you're going to hear about is USC and UCLA. This, you know, this, this Rosen kid is going to be the number one pick. Darnold's going to be number two or vice versa or, or whatever. And, and that's it. Like, once you hear that for about 20 minutes, it's like, okay, it's time to move on because that's all you're going to hear for the next three hours. Yeah. If you're listening to local sports talk in the, the LA funny, in the LA area.
2: The funny thing is that Stanford is the best team in that state. It's not even USC or UCLA. UCLA is the worst out of the three. Yeah,
0: but yeah, but Stanford's a blue collar kind of uh you know, grinded out. Yeah. They are the best team in, in California. They don't got they don't have the glamour though, like like some of these other teams do. But, I mean, A&M is just – just you can look at this game and you see there's a big talent discrepancy here. I mean, it's it's not even close, guys. I mean, you see the athletes on A&M compared to UCLA, it's not even a ball game. It's about 31-3 to 3 in your backyard here. I mean, it's just recruiting in the SEC West is unbelievable compared
1: to
0: all over the country. I mean, you look at it. Jason, would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, um yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um I'm watching the game now. A and M is just so leaps and bounds, <laughs> better than U huh? and then Jim Moore starts is walking
0: the paper. Fired. Um good thing
2: yeah. good thing
0: about Oops, sorry Jason. I muted you. Go ahead. All right.
2: um the thing about those top two quarterbacks, Allen from Wyoming Donald from USC, combined zero touchdowns and four picks. Each of them, three, two picks.
0: Sounds like high yeah. Trophy material to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, but here's the thing about A&M, guys, and Cuervo, Quinn, you'll know better. They're going to start out 5-0, 6-0 or something, then they're going to fall. They're going to fold. I don't know why they do that. Maybe they're not conditioned right. But, but, Cuervo, you tell me why A&M looks so good early in the season, and they suck. That's why you can't overreact in the first week. You remember a couple weeks ago or a couple years ago, Quinn, when, uh, when Texas A&M beat South Carolina and Spurrier and everybody, Kenny Trill, Kenny Trill, Heisman Trophy, National Championship, and then they'd lose six in a row after after a couple games.
2: Well, to me, the thing with A&M is I just don't think they're that good now. I thought they'd lose this this game. This is impressive, but I mean even UCLA is like a decent like 7 and 5 team. Like they're nothing that great. So I don't know, just outside of the outside of when they had Manziel, that's the only time they were really great. Like yeah. I've never been that hyped on and um, like once they really start playing like top Elite teams, they lose and they don't. They just yeah. don't only lose. Well, they get. Worked. I'll
0: tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is, Quinn. Is they they start playing in that SEC West where teams will you have to put your big boy panties on, you know, your big girl panties, and come out there and play, and they're getting hit in the mouth, and then all of a sudden they get soft. And I think I don't think you can, I don't think you can replace that really. I don't think you can change that. Kevin Sutherland's not going to change that in a year. These guys are just. Off and they've lost a lot of people, but at the end of the day, Cuervo, when 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 A and M starts off fast, they play these guys. But when they play Alabama, uh, LSU, sometimes Auburn, they just can't match up physically with it up front.
1: And I think you'll probably see that this year as well. Yeah, yeah, A and M's had had a lot of trouble with. Uh, you know, they're they're in conference. You know, within their division, they. they they look good against anybody else, but it just seems like when it comes to within their division, it's it's it, you'll, you'll see that difference. So um, yeah, A and M's a solid team. It's just like I said when you're in when you're in that SEC West, boy, it's 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 a it's tough. It's it's
0: it's a, a gauntlet going but, through that
1: through that division. It's hard. Well,
0: well Cuervo, I'm gonna tell you the one thing. UCLA made a mistake on tonight, and now they're they're not going to be able to run the football. I think against A and M, their weakness is running the football or defense against running. And you've got this big star quarterback that you want to air it out all the time. And I think you get behind early, you're screwed. But UCLA just made a big pass down uh, to inside the five yard line. But, but what I'm saying is UCLA's game plan should have been running the football with play action to start the game. This would probably be a different story, but you have a few incomplete passes and a couple of punts. A&M gets hot, you're done. And uh, I'm not saying this game's over with, but it's—I just don't know how they're going to stop Texas A&M. Yeah, I,
1: I mean, I don't—I don't know either. Um, you know, because the Pac-12 is, is not—they're not exactly known for defense, Bryant. So, uh, you know, being able to. Uh, Stop what A and M can do offensively is, is is obviously it's been a challenge so far. But you know they like you said they put themselves in in, in a twenty one point hole, and now you know now you got to rely on your you know star quarterback to get you back in this game. And I mean if if I know that and if you know that, then A and M is obviously planning around that as well. And they yeah. know it too. So it's it's just like you said. I mean you know it shouldn't have been the game at, the game plan for them should not have been, hey, let's just air it out because of the offense that we have.
2: You know, they, they, they think uh,
1: yeah, sometimes you get a little excited when it's your first game and, and you think you think, well, you know, we, we got the quarterback to just do whatever we want and Yeah, you know, maybe in the NFL that works, but you're talking about college football where, you know, in my opinion, it helps to have a good you know, a good quarterback. Um, but to me, I think the more important thing is, is, you know, the offensive line, having a good running game, uh, being able to control the clock. That's what you want to do. Not, It's not just necessarily air it out. So, um, to me, well, that's that's how you win in college. Will.
0: Well, let's talk about some games next week coming up. Uh, Jason, I'm going to go ahead and pick it right now. USC over Stanford next Saturday night. What do you think? I like I like. Stanford. Um, I was more impressed with
2: Stanford um, in
0: their win versus USC's win. Yeah, but it's week one, Quinn. I mean, you guys are on that Stanford bandwagon and I'm telling you, the Stanford team is good, but they're a three-loss team. So, who are you going to pick in this game? Are you going to pick USC or Stanford, Quinn?
2: I'm going with Stanford. I'm sticking to what I've been saying. i I think Stanford wins.
0: I tried to talk you out of it. But go ahead, Cuervo. Who are you liking this one?
1: Yeah. So is this game is this game at USC, guys? Because I don't have the schedule in front of me right now. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is.
0: It's at Southern Cal.
1: Yeah. See, that that's that's what got me leaning towards the Trojans, actually, and you know, just simply because I think the last time USC lost. To Stanford in SoCal was when Harbaugh was coaching Stanford. Right? <laughs> I remember that. Before. And they were 43-point
0: underdogs or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they were like a 40-something-point underdog. I'm sure it's happened once after that. Like, 2015,
2: uh, just two yeah, years was ago. One
1: that, yeah, so there you go. I mean, that, that, that's, that's my point is it probably only happened one other time after That 41 point underdog win. So
0: um,
1: no, but I I think USC um, they'll they'll start to roll um, starting next week, and you know maybe maybe I got a taste of the Kool Aid too. But I think I think USC. I, I haven't. I just feel like you know with Stanford losing McCaffrey, that was a lot of their offense, and I'm just I'm just interested to see how how Stanford's going to look offensively against a, you know, decent opponent. So and that's why I'm going
0: the, the, the front. And Cuervo, like you said, the, I mean USC's got some of the best defensive linemen in the country, talented-wise. They're not as deep as some of the other teams, but they're getting there. But I think that's the difference. We see Stanford, they run the football, they have play action, they have success on first down running the ball, I don't think they will against Southern Cal. I think you're going to see some tackles for losses to put Stanford in some second and long third down and kind of eight or nine. That's not their game, and I think that's what's going to be the difference. Talent in that game, home field advantage, you've got to favor Southern Cal, even a quarterback. I mean, everything, the home field advantage, the defensive line, the talent, quarterback, I mean, it's just all these things stacked against Stanford. And I just don't think Stanford oh, overcomes no. it. Southern Cal went by fourteen. That's what I'm. I'm that's my story, and I'm sticking yeah. to it, guys. And
1: that's, let's, why, let's, and that's let's why. Let's move on. And about who's the home team? Like who who is at home? So in college ball, it makes a huge difference about home field advantage.
0: It does. I mean, hey, hey, Southern uh, UCLA scored a touchdown a minute ago. I talked about it. Texas A&M, 20 seconds later, bust a 60, 70-yard run and uh, gets that touchdown back. So, congratulations, UCLA. Your coach just got fired off that play. Congratulations. (laughs) Uh, All right, big game out in Eugene, Oregon, next Saturday at 3.30. Oregon, Nebraska, Jason, your boys at home. I like Oregon big in this game. I think Oregon explodes. That offense looks better. They're more disciplined. The defense is tackling. I think Nebraska is going to get a, a you know what, they're going to get a butt kick. I I
2: agree with you. Um, I think Oregon wins. Um, I don't want to put a point total on it, but I think it's going to be a good game. West that
0: has a big game. All right, Quinn. Who do you like in this one?
2: I I like Oregon in a pretty high scoring game. I think it'll be like a forty-five thirty-five type of game.
0: Yeah, it's a good good pick,
2: Cuervo.
1: Yeah, guys, quack quack. I'm going to go with Oregon as well. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's Oregon. I'm, and I know it was Southern Utah, but man, seventy-seven seven points. I mean, I don't want to say yeah. they're back, but, boy, oh, boy, that was impressive. 37 points. <laughs>
0: please, please don't say they're back just yet. Please don't. No, man. no, no. And, no, and no, here's, no, a game, here's a no. game for you guys, and I can't figure this out. South Carolina's an underdog to Missouri this weekend. South Carolina, a big emotional win over NC State. Missouri couldn't tackle. They look like a high school team out there. Call me crazy, but I'm gonna pick Missouri in this game, guys. Call me stupid, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Missouri to to beat South Carolina. And I think it's South Carolina's not used to winning games, big games like that, and I think that's gonna hurt them, Quinn. I think Missouri outscores them. Ooh, that... I know that's tough, man. I know, I know, I know. It's crazy.
2: I I'm I'm gonna take. South Carolina, just because South Carolina has somewhat of a defense. So I'm going to say (laughs) 42-35 South Carolina.
0: Okay, Jason, who do you
2: like in this? I like Missouri, 42-31 Missouri.
0: All right, Cuervo, or do you even care? (laughs)
1: Uh well I kinda have where to where it was like I don't give a damn. Just yeah, the SEC no. East Brian, I have to care. So uh with that said um yeah, a big win for South Carolina this weekend. I think it car it could carry over into a letdown game next week, so I'll uh I'll I'll go i I'm, I think it's gonna be a little bit closer. You know, I'll give it about a thirty four to thirty one Missouri
0: about 34-31. All right. Revenge game here, guys. Pittsburgh, Penn State. uh, Penn State's back at home. Pittsburgh's a team that cost them to play in the playoff last year, Quinn. I think Penn State wins by about 40 in this one. I think they roll. I
2: say say Penn State 45-21, so Penn State big. Jason, Penn State? Penn State forty-two
0: nothing. <laughs> Cuervo, what do you got?
1: Yeah, I mean, they they let Youngstown State hang around for goodness sakes. That 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 that's when you know it's this, this not going to be a good year. So, Penn State forty-five. hit ten.
0: Okay, that's about right. Penn State's real good, guys. I don't know if people know that or not. Penn State is a pretty bad gum good football team. So here's a couple interesting games right here. This is kind of interesting. I know they're not glamorous programs, but Jason will have some interest in this one. Oregon State, little brothers at home, play in Minnesota. I mean, call me crazy, but I've got to go with Oregon State in this one. I think the home field advantage. To travel from all the way to Minnesota to Oregon, it's a long way. I want to pick Oregon State in this one. Late kick, ten o'clock.
2: Not so fast. Minnesota Oregon State <laughs> needed a late touchdown to beat Portland State yesterday. So Minnesota ugly game, but Minnesota wins. Quinn. I think Minnesota didn't look too great against Buffalo on Thursday, but I think Fleck is going to have them ready for this game. It's a bigger game against the Power 5 conference team. I think Minnesota wins by 10-plus points. Cuervo,
0: who do you like in this one? I need some help.
1: Uh, yeah, I got your back, Brian. Don't worry. I'm going to roll with the Beavers on this one. Uh, you know, home home field, like you said, um, you know late night travel, all that all that stuff. It it does matter, it factors. So I will uh I'll be rooting for the Beavers.
0: And Rosen's getting beat up right now. He's slow getting up off that ground after getting trampled. That that uh he got up looking out of his ear hole. Fourth and ten, U C L A is going for it right now with a minute thirty left in the second quarter. The problem is, if they don't get it, A&M's got plenty of time to march down the field, guys, and go up 45 to 10 at halftime. So, I mean, it's no man's land. It's at the 37-yard line. Let's go live oh, in for a look-in. I don't get it. They didn't get it? Nope. nope. He's got a happy feet. He's got a happy feet. He got stacked. That's a grounding, too. That's not an He's limping. Sack. They better call it. I would be, too, after getting my butt kicked all games. Oh, look at him. He's hurt. Oh, look. We're getting beat by 28 because I got my little ankle twisted up. Get off the field, pussy. I'm tired of looking at you. (laughs) That's all I I heard all year was Rosen, Rosen, Rosen. He's the best pure passer since Joe Montana, for God's sake. I'm I'm tired of hearing it. I'm tired of hearing it, It's not his fault.
2: He's getting hyped.
0: Well, he should come out in the media and say, look, guys, I really suck. What are y'all doing?
2: Why are you talking about me like
0: this? Oh, all right. Three big games left we got to talk about. The first one, Georgia, Notre Dame, Cuervo. I know I'm going to leave Quinn hanging on this one for a few minutes. Quinn's going to be with me in Clemson this weekend, but his heart's going to be in South Bend, some of it. Georgia travels up to Notre Dame, and, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Cuervo, I'm going to pick it early. I like Notre Dame in this game to beat Georgia. I think Georgia has some problems up front. I think the receivers need to step up. They have a good running game, but going on the road to South Bend after the year Notre Dame had last year, I think it's a recipe for disaster for Georgia. I think Notre Dame wins this game probably by about four to six points. And I I think Notre Dame gets some momentum for the rest of the season.
1: I don't know, Brian. I think I think I might I think I might lean the other way on that one. I think Georgia um I say Georgia probably by about a field goal. It's gonna be a close game, don't get me wrong, but um I, I don't I don't see I mean Notre Dame doesn't fare too well from, from what I remember against the S E C so um, you know, and and the game is at home, so that's the only reason why I say it'll be close. But I think Georgia will find a way to uh, to work it out, and and they're gonna they're gonna get by. They'll win by a field goal.
0: Jason, who do you like in this one? I like Notre Dame by ten. Yeah, uh, Quinn. I know who you're going to pick, there's no doubt.
2: This is – um, this Notre Dame team with the new O.C., new D.C., this team has more swagger, probably the most swagger I've seen them playing with since 2012, best defense since 2012. Um, I don't know how healthy Easton's going to be, but he better be healthy. I think – I think – I think Notre Dame wins by 10 points, like what Jason said. I mean, nothing about Georgia really impresses me. I mean, I think it's going to be 27 to I mean, the only thing that scares me is Chubb. Chubb and Michelle, their running game is the only thing that scares me. If Notre Dame can that's contain a it, that's bad matchup. They yeah, will. I think Notre Dame will be able to put up points that Notre Dame's offensive line is one of the best offensive lines in the country I mean so I think they're going to be able to put up points as long as they play mistake free football I think they should win by ten, 10 points
0: yeah I think they do I think that's a good pick well, Jason might have to meet you or somebody Who that, somebody I, I heard something so if y'all can mute your not phone if you're, not, if you're not talking just for a second. Hey, another big game right here, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Ohio State. I mean, this game, uh, game day is going to be there. I still think game day missed out on Clemson and Auburn. I think the defending national champion at home against Auburn, I think that's going to be a better game. I think Ohio State and Oklahoma is going to be a good game, but I think Ohio State rebounds from – that bad performance they had last Thursday night. I think they they were on the road and they came out a little flat. Indiana over played over their head for a half. And here's the problem, though. I think I think Ohio State's got to throw the ball vertically. If they can't do it, Oklahoma will run away with it. What concerns me and is the deep game. It's being able to extend these defenses because I worry that Oklahoma's going to crowd the crowd the line and. And actually stop the running game. Oklahoma's not a good defense, so Ohio State's got to keep them honest and stretched out. If they do that, I think Ohio State wins. Cuervo, I like Ohio State in this game by ten points, but I think Oklahoma could easily win. They can score a lot of points.
1: Well, honestly, Brian, I I don't think it's going to even be that close. I think Ohio State rolls. To, to be honest with you, I, I don't. You know, especially the way they handled Oklahoma on their own on their home field last year. Um, you know, I, I like yeah. Ohio State even more this year. So I, I think, Denver, I don't know. I'm sure Ohio State's going to be favored by at least seven points. I think yeah. Ohio State easily covers. They'll probably win well, by seventeen.
0: I, well, I'm swear sure about Stoops versus Stoops is not there anymore, as you know. Riley's there against Urban Meyer. There's no contest. In mm-hmm. Coaching right there. That's not even. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. College football is about Stoops coaches. Don't. Yes, sir. Yeah. It is. Oh, I knew. I knew you know that. I knew you knew that. I was just reminding people out there that that are listening that. I mean, this is a mm-hmm. big deal, Quinn. That Stoops is not the coach anymore, and I think. Just like Cuervo said, Ohio State went into Norman last year pulled their pants down and spanked them. And now, I mean, that's the worst. Ohio State's a tough place to win at, and now Oklahoma. But here's the deal. They've got the quarterback. If you want to beat Ohio State, you've got to be able to score some points and move the ball. Baker Mayfield can do that. Uh, but I don't think they get it done.
2: Yeah, I think uh... – i think ohio state wins by 10 to 14 points i think they'll have a lot better of a showing um my the concern for ohio state is if mayfield has time to throw how are those young secondaries how are they going to be improved in one week you know i mean that that might be where oklahoma can keep in the game if mayfield can extend plays and uh and uh get wide receivers open i mean uh I think that's what I think that's the only thing that can keep Oklahoma in the game.
0: Jason, who do you like?
2: I like Ohio State at home. I think they play a lot better than what we saw on Thursday night. So,
0: wow, I'm surprised that all of us picked the same team on this game. <laughs> Usually, big games like this are split. So it must mean Ohio State's going to blow them out. Um, so because mm-hmm. all of us are experts, so. That's the way it goes. All right, the biggest game to me, and and I'm sorry if if I sound like a homer, but Auburn, Clemson, Cuervo, and Death Valley. I mean, this is a a good matchup early in the season to find out which team is for real, which team needs some work. I think if Auburn wins this game, that's going to help them. doesn't mean they're going to win the SEC. It's just going to help them get in the right direction If, if Auburn loses this game. That doesn't mean the season's over. It just means they need to find out what their weaknesses are and improve. But I think this game's bigger for for Clemson than it is Auburn because I think if Clemson loses this game, I just think it's going to be hard for them, especially with Florida State uh, quarterback getting hurt. That, That Florida State win might not be as big. So if Clemson loses a game or two, their playoff run is over, even as ACC champions, Cuervo. So this is going to be a good game. I don't think you can replace a Deshaun Watson without having a drop-off and all the players they lost at the NFL. I think Auburn is, has got something to prove this year, and I think they're going to do it on defense. I think that's the difference in this game is the defensive line for Auburn being able to get pressure on the quarterback instead of being able to make some throws down the field because I think what Clemson's going to do is come in and try to stop the run. Cuervo mentioned the running stats for Auburn earlier. And I think Stidham's going to throw the ball deep down the field a lot, keep Clemson off balance, and I think Auburn has a very balanced attack. Auburn by seventeen points. Cuervo in this game, they go on the road and they get it done. I've been saying it for a month: seventeen points.
1: Well, that's a bold, that's a bold prediction, Brian. I know, I know. Obviously, you're going to be pulling for your your Auburn Tigers, but uh, boy, seventeen points—that's that is quite the uh, quite the uh, spread. Um, now the game's in Jordan Harris. I'm not mistaken.
0: No, no, no Clemson. It's
1: in Clemson. Oh, it's in Clemson. Yeah. Okay. Quinn and I will
0: be oh. there. Quinn and I will be there together watching this game. Oh
1: God, that sounds like such a good time. I, I re- man, I'd love to go with you guys. Um Come on. but you know being being 2500 miles away that's going to be hard to do so
0: um i right, just get in the car now you'll be there by Saturday
1: Yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah I, I pick could, me up I'd make it I'd make it to Atlanta I'd make it to your house by by Wednesday morning Brian Is, so. is that
0: how long it would take really if you left right now would it take you to Wednesday morning to get to Atlanta
1: Uh, well, the way I drive, no, I'd probably be there Tuesday night, so, um, I don't mess around with long, long distance trips like that. I'll drive 12 hours a day if I have to, like, I kill myself on the road, so, yeah, I probably make it 48
0: hours. I remember we drove to Colorado as a kid, and I was, I almost killed myself, because it was so boring, and I was like, shit, this is taking forever to get there. And, uh, God, that was the worst trip. God, that was the worst trip of my life. Shit. I'm so glad for airplanes because I would never do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, Jason, you're over there. Oh, hold on, Cuervo. You're, it's your turn to pick this game. What do you see in this game? I mean, is, is uh, Deshaun Watson leaving? How much pressure is Clemson going to have at home? This is not Kent State they're playing. This is a very good athletic Auburn team. It's got a chip on their shoulders. So what happens when Clemson makes some mistakes early? How do they respond losing all their players like that?
1: Well, I mean, I, I think I think having a coach like Dabo Sweeney is, is, is going to be a huge advantage for them, and that's not that's not saying anything less of Gus Malzahn. But you're talking about defending national champion, you know, a guy that's been established at Clemson for a few years now. So, um, you know, I I think even though they lost as much as they did offensively, um, I also feel like, you know, I'm not going to say that they are going to continue at the same pace that they did last year. um, But I don't think you'll see a humongous drop-off offensively. Uh, I think it will be enough to uh, rattle Clemson in this game. I think think that's going to be the thing is, how do these new guys respond to, oh crap, we're down ten points and it's you know mid second quarter, or we're down seven, and we're getting ready to go into the fourth? Like, do they hit the panic button, or do they relax and they say, look, there's there's a lot of time left in this game, uh, let's just do what we got to do, let's execute and 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 try and uh, get this win. I think what helps Clemson though, and this and, and this may sound a little weird, guys, but what helps Clemson out in this game is that they have the upper hand right now in the ACC. With Florida State losing last night, um, obviously Clemson wins their game. So right now they're the front runners, if you will, in the ACC. So even if they lose this game to Auburn, um, they're still in it. They're still in the race for the ACC championship. So um, I know it sounds a little weird, and it's it's only week one of the season. No, it's right. Uh, It's right. But I think – the pressure of we have to win this game—it's not there anymore. It's hey, even if we Thank lose, you. we still got ten games to bounce back. And, oh, and by the way, we play Florida State, if I'm not mistaken. Clemson plays Florida State uh, later on yeah. this year, so so there there's you know Clemson's got the upper hand in, in as far as being able to try some new things to uh, you know get the advantage in this game, but. All in all, I'll be, I'll be pulling for Auburn. I, I, I am. I'm going to pull for Auburn in this game, Brian. Thank you. Ultimately, though, if I had to put money on it, I probably – I'm going to – unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with the Tigers on this one. Which Tigers, right? Well, you'll the Tigers. win, the
0: Tigers. <laughs> yeah, the Tigers. But, yeah, but if Auburn was going to lose a game, if you told me what well, which game would you rather Auburn lose, LSU or Clemson, I'd say Clemson, that's fine. I mean – you don't want to lose any game, but if you were going to lose one, lose it now. Right, Twins. If, if Auburn's going to lose a yeah. game, lose a close game against Clemson and win out. That's what you want. I mean, you don't want to lose, but this is not make or break. Auburn could lose to Clemson, win out, or beat LSU, and when the college football committee comes out, they'd be in the top five. If they if they go like 6-1 and one and they beat the LSU on the road and they started playing better. As we've seen, this college football committee – they reward you. They do not penalize you for playing tough out of conference games, especially on the road. So Florida State's not going to be punished because of losing Alabama. Auburn won't be punished. Clemson won't be punished if they lose. I mean, this is you shouldn't punish teams early in the season for playing big time teams. You shouldn't. I mean, because you're gonna you're gonna kill college football and you're gonna get a bunch of Clemson Kent State games. That's all you're gonna see until a conference play. So I like the fact, Gwen, that they don't penalize teams like this. But what do you see in this game? What do you? Who's going to win this game?
2: Uh, this is tough. I hope Auburn wins, and I think they can win.
0: But I don't want to hear that. I want to know what you know. Tell me what you know.
2: <laughs> I don't know what I know about this game. This one, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a back-and-forth type of game, and we'll just have to see what happens.
0: Well, who's going to win? Give me the prediction. I don't want to know could, woulda, shoulda. Who's going to win?
2: I think Auburn wins by three.
0: All right, Jason Humphrey, man. I think you'll be more confident in your pick either way, whoever you pick. Give Give me the keys of this game. Who's going to win it?
2: Um, whew. I think Clemson wins by ten. Um, I think the home field advantage will mean a lot. Um, I just like Clemson's up front. Um, the defense line. Um, it's gonna probably be the best game of the weekend. But I think Clemson wins by ten. But it's gonna be a good loss, probably.
0: Okay. I mean, you know, it could happen. That home field is is big in college oh, yeah. football, as Cuervo said. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. But you know what? When you go out and bet on stuff, if you can get a an underdog like Auburn and you can get some crazy line like I just did, you could put $100 down on it and win about, um, what is it, $2,200 if it happens. So it's not a bad bet. If you think Auburn's going to win, uh, I I think Auburn could cover over two scores in that game, and and it's not impossible with the kind of offense they have. So you got to look at value like that. You got to look at okay, if I put a hundred dollars down on Auburn and win twenty two hundred, if they win by seventeen or more, I mean, I would rather do that than take six points because I mean, you you put a hundred up to lose a hundred and ten, and or put a hundred and ten to win a hundred. It's not. I just like odds like that. I look at crazy lines you can get, and Vegas wouldn't put it out there unless it was possible, either. So, so that, that's why I'm doing it. Do I really think Auburn's going to go in there and destroy them? though. it's going to be a great game. Could Auburn win by 17? Yes. I mean, if they win, they could win by 17. But you're pretty exactly confident thin.
2: that they'll win. Yeah, I am. I am. I just well, then that makes me more. Story. That well, makes worries. me more confident.
0: Okay, good. And the reason, I mean, I just followed this team like you have, but I followed the offseason a lot with, with some insiders at Auburn, and I know how hard these guys have been working, how how much effort they're putting in, how how much camaraderie they have, and how they really believe that they're the best team in America. So, as long as they believe it, I'm going to believe it with them, and and you know what, Quinn? When I go on the road to games, I went to Neyland Stadium. Auburn won. I went to Baton Rouge. Auburn lost. I've been to a lot of road, the only game road game Auburn ever lost. They lost to Georgia once. I was there at LSU. But anytime else, they've won. So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna bring the magic into the stadium. I may sneak my little Yorkie in there. You know, to bring some luck in. <laughs> I think I might wear my
2: Cam Newton jersey for that game.
0: I'm gonna wear a Clemson jersey and a and an Auburn hat. I will (laughs) get on TV. I promise you. (laughs) Ryan, you should do it the
1: other way around. Man, you should do it the other way around. It's easy to take that hat off, but you don't want to take that jersey off. I know,
0: right? I'm going to punch a Clemson guy in the face if he's around me. <laughs> so, so, Quinn, where are your tickets? Do you have your tickets? Uh, uh,
2: no, my my sister and her boyfriend have them, but I could look up what my – I could just you know, look it you know, up my, real quick.
0: I'm, I'm TDF Road GG. Okay, hold on. I'll be sitting by Cam Newton and uh, Charles Barkley. I'm joking. Cam Newton better be in Carolina, right, or be in San Francisco, right, Cuervo? Uh,
1: uh, oh shoot! Is that the is that their first game? Niners Panthers? Sounds right. Yeah.
0: Panthers roll,
1: baby! Panthers roll.
0: But San Francisco is going to be pretty oh, good yeah. this year. I think San Francisco is going to surprise some people this year. and in the NFL, they're going to be more competitive than people think. I'll say yeah. this. I'll
1: Pretty say this, position. Brian. They won't finish last in their division. I'm not going to say they're going to be good, <laughs> but they won't finish last.
0: Well, that's good to know. I'm sorry, guys. I have a cold tonight, man. That's, I've had a cold for a couple weeks. This weather changes. Uh, let's see. Some good games in the NFL while Quinn's looking that up real quick we got the Bears playing Atlanta in Chicago. Go Bears. Um, Redskins and Eagles ought to be a good one. Tennessee and Oakland, that's my lock of the weekend. Take Tennessee minus two against Oakland. Tennessee rolls. Um, okay, I'm Tampa
2: TDN, Omega. TDN row W, so I'm going to be close by.
0: I'm GG. I don't know what G compared to GG is, but. And here's how stupid Ooh. Clemson is. The tickets are, are odd numbers, right? So if you have tickets 21, seat 21 and seat 23, you're beside each other. Does that make any sense at all? Isn't that the dumbest thing you've ever heard of? hmm so I'm on eBay selling those things, and I'm getting tickets. like People think they're buying two tickets that are in between each other or somebody's in between them, but it's not. So good job, Clemson. What a dumb stadium.
1: <laughs> where's seat twenty two then that's my question
0: yeah seat twenty two's i don't know under them, i guess I don't know what it's it, on, it's be. on the
1: other side of the stadium, Brian it's on the other side of the stadium yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that's my guess
1: so 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 quinn look- look at i mean
0: you're at the thirty yard line too, so we're in the same section, so we we have to be pretty close together, yeah.
2: We'll probably see each other right away.
0: Yeah, I'm going to get there Friday, Saturday morning. We're going to roll in and, and uh, start walking around a little bit. I sold my tickets on eBay. I had two tickets for sale, but the guy hasn't. He's got another day to pay me, but he hasn't responded to me. I told eBay I'm about to pull it back and put them back on the market because this idiot bought the tickets and he hasn't responded to me. Cuervo, you think I should pull it off and relist relist them? Would I get in trouble doing that?
1: If you do
0: what, Brian? If you do what? If I re, if I relist those tickets, this guy had not responded yet. But uh, I want to make sure well, the game's Saturday. I need to go ahead and sell them.
1: Well, don't you have a certain amount of time to pay for them, or or at least respond? Yeah, you to got the, forty-eight the hours. Or you got, yeah, yeah, you got forty-eight
0: so. hours to pay. But I, I sent him a message last night and uh, just told him, hey, man, you know, congratulations. I'll send them when you pay, and I still haven't heard anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's your right to do that if you want to, Brian.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have his address here too. Have me up. Get in some trouble.
1: There you go. So and I will, I, I will announce
0: it. his address online here.
1: <laughs> his
0: name and address. Yeah, like
1: that, like that jackass I called the other day two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, I found out that was Jonathan's dad.
1: Oh my God! <laughs> Stop it, Brian. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking.
0: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sad Jonathan didn't call in tonight. I mean, I thought he'd call in and talk about Florida State for sure. But so, Quinn, if you talk, if you talk to Jonathan, you tell him say, you know, sorry about his his quarterback getting hurt.
2: Yeah, I will. Uh,
0: anyway, all right, guys, we got to roll. We'll be back on this. This week, we'll talk some NFL and preview some more of these games before we find out some more information. So, I'll let you guys know what night. It's probably going to be Wednesday or Thursday. We'll do a show. So, guys, take care. God bless. Great football going on. Texas AM just kicked off, or UCLA just kicked off the second half. AM's got the ball. I'm looking for the dagger on this drive from AM. They're going deep and just incomplete. All right, guys, we'll see you this week. Take care. God bless. Cuervo, Jason, Quinn, thanks for joining us. Yep.
2: No. Hey, no